Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 90 for Thursday, August 10th, 2017. I'm your host, uh, three-time Grammy-nominated uh, winner, uh, Grammy Award winner, Derek Thompson. Uh, with me, as always, we've got two-time uh, Emmy Award winner, uh, Jesse Brown. And uh, 10-time Tony Award winner, Tony Van Vogt. Hey, yo! Oh, how you guys doing? It's This is a podcast about uh, gaming and all of its forms, whether it be board games, Never shuffleboard, uh, beanbag toss, uh, volleyball, Tony, baseball, baseball, baseball. Tony got his goatee, so he's got more than just 10 Tonys. He's got, he got the whole goatee, the whole selection. Tony got his goatee, he got more than 10 Tonys. Yeah. I guess Tony doesn't rhyme with Tony very well. It's kind of Tony. Yeah, no, Tony. Tony's like the perfect rhyme for Tony. I guess uh-huh. you're right. Yeah, it couldn't because our better. Tony spells his name T O N I. How you guys been? What you guys been up to? Welcome, welcome back to the show, Tony. Uh, we we we've missed you. I, I am so happy to be back tonight. <laughs> so happy. I've been uh, out and about. I've been uh, traveling a lot, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm Just back. Winning, boy, are your arms tired? <laughs> Whoa, Tony, these are your jokes. Why am I telling them? <laughs> anyway, that was um, good. let's get right into games. Let's just like go dive in, d- deep dive. Jesse, you mentioned last week that you were playing a game, and it's about mm-hmm. time you talked about it in depth. Mm-hmm. Go, ready, set, Jesse, entertain me. Go. Are you talking about? Are you referring to snipper clips? Yeah, I am. That was the game I teased, and I said that, like, next week I'll have more for you. Mm-hmm. I did play a little more. Um, oh, wait, it, you don't have still... more for us. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no I, I stopped play playing I, it. <laughs> I definitely have more, but I didn't, like, I didn't go hard into it. Like, it's not like a game that I put hundreds of hours into. It's not even a game I put, like, dozens of hours into. It's not even a game I put hours into. But oh. it's something that I I tried it. I love it still. It's I... really fun. It's you, something like it's a great party game, but you have to have the the party with the right mindset. Yeah. Because if there's people who are playing it that aren't interested in playing, it's very rough. <laughs> I actually uh, so, played the demo um, with Mandy the other day. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, get into it. Like, wh- explain what Snipper Clips is. What's what's that all Snipper, about? You're like you basically play as these shapes, which is kind of like. Like one of the ends is like a half of a circle, and then it sort of forms like a cube. So, so it's like I don't. It's like a it's like a rectangle with one of the sides being rounded off as a circle. So yeah, it's, it's and like, that's your it's like a rectangle shape. with with yeah with two of the corners rounded off. It's yeah. I it's the shape of the Joy-Cons. A cube. Yeah, it's the same. If you put the two Joy Cons together, that would be the shape that this makes. Wait. So what? Because for both characters. Yeah, like, but the joy, well, a single Joy-Con by itself does not look like the shape that you were playing. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So, but anyways, <laughs> the way you play, it's uh, it's either it's um, two player or two to three or two to four. It's um, four player? Yeah, it's up to four players and it starts to get really, really intense. It starts to give you some very <laughs> odd challenges. Like they all seem a lot more... Um, abstract yeah there you go tony's got an actual image which I, I know it doesn't help but it helps tony tony was were we accurate in our description yeah yeah they're they're adorable and little and they dear it was it was okay <laughs> yeah that was a good description i said it's a rectangle that's got one of the sides that's rounded that's that's fair it's like a it's like a longer slice of watermelon or something yeah, like yeah. That. 
that's a weird description. With little, with little, little boots and a face on it. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got beautiful fucking stiletto boots and a bow tie. Yeah, they look very sexy, um, but they make the best part about it is the faces they make and the sounds they make. It's just it's a very entertaining game. So and you can cut your opponents. I mean, you have to cut your opponents to complete specific tasks. But yeah, like the, um, whole, the whole thing of the gameplay is to like you cut each other up to either complete tasks like, oh, grab this balloon and pop it or um, make the shape of a heart together or like, um here comes a basketball. One player has to push the button while the other one scoops it up and you got to get it into this basketball hoop. It's like completing mm-hmm. all of these little tasks. Um, and it's like, it starts out super menial and then it slowly escalates to like very hard. Could you try hard. and describe one of the high, harder ones? Um, so like eventually it starts to do things where like the shapes get way more complex where you have to do a lot more precision cutting. Um, there are ones where it takes a lot more skill, whether you're changing like there, there's some later on missions where like every time you complete, like I think it's 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 like four to six like little tasks, then um, a larger task will unlock where it's like you have to roll an egg to a location. And that involves both you and your partner, like trimming each other and rotating yourselves around, which uh, changes these platforms that are like below you. So it's just. It's kind of weird. The four-player ones are really intense because those ones start to get very abstract where you're, um, you know, you're trying to trim each other to fit these shapes. Like one of them was, it was like kind of a double heart, which is like it's basically a duplicate of the first game, but like the very first two-player one. But it was so hard. Like we couldn't beat it. I don't I don't understand what we were doing Wait, wrong. Like all just the make two hearts? Yeah, like we we filled the shapes like flawlessly. That looks one hundred percent perfect, and the bar was like as close to being goal line as it could be, and it still <laughs> we couldn't accomplish it. So we just Damn. we passed on that one. But then there were other ones where it was like um, there was a column in the center of the screen, and two of us were on the left side of the column, two of us were on the right side of the column. On the very top of the screen was a bowling ball, and then throughout this column were uh, like slices that could be pushed left or right. So the two teams had to cooperate to like push these slices into position so that the bowling ball could fall down the openings in the slices. Jesus. And it got very, it was like, all right, uh, maybe if you, you know, maybe if you like cut me into this shape, I, I can like rotate. Yeah. Cut my life into pizzas. I can rotate up on top of this platform. So, but it's very, it's a very hard game to explain. Yeah. That's, that's kind of visuals. I, like, I really wanted to just hear you try and explain it. <laughs> yeah. But so is it all like, uh, like a two dimensional game and you're just trying to like, yeah. Formulate, so like, figure out puzzles and formulate. Yeah, it's, it's a puzzle game. It's like a, it's a cooperative puzzle game. So you're in it. Each puzzle is different. Sometimes you're trying to fill a random shape or sometimes you're trying to, like complete a task. And like I said, they just, they slowly get harder, but the whole game is played by these, these two adorable little shapes with their, their funny boots and their funny faces and their funny noises. So it's, it's very entertaining. Um, and it's definitely, it's buckets of fun, but buckets of uh, fun. <laughs> it's definitely man. Don't you remember buckets of fun? I forgot. A Mr. Bucket. <laughs> Wait, you don't remember what? Mr. Bucket, Mr. Bucket. What are you talking about? No. Tony, do you remember Mr. Bucket? No. 
I'm Mr. Bucket. I remember the hey, last one. Put your balls in my top. I'm Mr. Bucket. Out of my mouth, they will pop. I'm Mr. Bucket. What? Oh, the toy. Yeah. Buckets of fun. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. I do 100% Put remember that. Oh, my, my God. I don't remember I'm this at Mr. all. Bucket. Out of my mouth, they will pop. <laughs> I never had Mr. Bucket, but I remember the commercials. I yeah, remember I Gator Golf. Either. Is Gator Golf like that? Like yeah, right around the same exact time. Greater than a game of golf with a gator. <laughs> that I'm saddened by the knowledge of old gator golf. Give him a whack. Gator golf. He'll throw it right back. Gator golf. What could be greater than playing a game of golf with a gator? There it I is. Think, oh, I, I think that. my I think my favorite part of Mr. Bucket was just the fact that the older you got, the more perverse the your the, mind got, uh, and so then you start yeah. seeing things. In a dark and evil way. Jesse. Yeah. That's me. That's where I started on the yeah. hill. The loss of your innocence. <laughs> yeah. When the gym teacher wanted to play Mr. Bucket in the in the locker room, that's when uh, it got real okay. weird. He yeah. wanted me to put my balls in his top. Taking it dark. Taking it dark. <laughs> Out of his mouth, they will pop. Uh, Jesse. Oh, God. It's, it's <laughs> Mr. Good. Bucket. That's, that's good family quality entertainment. We're we, explicit rating on iTunes, so I guess you could say We love our, our local educators. We, we like them all. Yeah, they're yeah. all. Oh, yeah. They're sure. I, I don't know. I kind of really like. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they like did inappropriate things with you as a child. That doesn't. No. <laughs> you I may don't. not have liked it, but nobody, uh, nobody at our school was convicted of of sex and children. So. You're right. You're right, Jesse. And oh, that is a lie. One of one of our teachers did get <laughs> accused. Oh God. <laughs> Let's you not remember? talk about this. Let's not talk about this. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Uh, anybody who was around us might remember, but yeah, so. Never mind. Maybe it wasn't the best, but sometimes things happen. <laughs> oh, God. This is just Mr. Bucket. <laughs> How did that clips like the best? I, I, I literally said, I'm like, this game is a bucket of fun, and then it spiraled into this mess, this nightmare. I mean, no, um, talk about actually what is Mr. Bucket. I still don't understand. I'm going to add it to the list this week. What it is, is a it? game that I've never played. That's fine. You seem to know what a lot I about it. What I, it's, a game I that has, the it's a bucket. And it has all these little like they're like ping pong balls in in it, and it shoots them all out of his mouth. <laughs> and you're trying to scoop them all up and put them in the in his top before what? he keeps. What? Them out. You're trying to get them all in there and have nothing left on the floor before he spits more out. But is, is he always really spinning like them spitting them out? Game? Yeah, it's like it's a game for like three year olds. So it's it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just about teaching kids Crazy. to clean yeah, up. Yeah, you have like these weird little shovels too that are like yeah. perfect like ping pong ball shaped shovels. I see. Yeah, let's see. Huh. The object of the game is for a player to get all of their balls into Mr. Bucket before he pops them out of his mouth. To set up the game, blue, green, yellow, and red plastic balls are scattered across the floor. Each player chooses a shovel that corresponds to the ball color they need to collect to start the game. One player switches on Mr. Bucket. And once Mr. Bucket is switched on, players scoop up the balls that match their shovel's color and drop them into the top of Mr. Bucket. While the players collect their balls at regular intervals, Mr. Bucket spits <laughs> out one of the balls that are inside him. The winner is the first player to get all three of their balls in Mr. Bucket all at the three, same time. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. So just um, I heard that they That's have, fine. they still have tournaments for this game. It's, what? um, no, <laughs> oh, damn it. I was like super excited for about, about, <laughs> it's to like learn the, about like the secret history of like the Milwaukee, uh, Mr. Bucket, Milwaukee finals. bucket league. <laughs> I don't know. Just like some, some obscure, like, like underground Mr. Bucket championship. They do yeah. it in the side rooms at those like, Big Dota tournaments. <laughs> yeah, the international, which that's going on right now, right? Or did that just end? I don't remember. I think that just 
I don't know. I know the international's happening. So yeah, right now. Yeah, plus because I know they just announced some new game called like Artifact or something like that, which is another fucking card game. It's a Dota card game that they're releasing that through Steam. Can you get Dota loot from the inside the game, do you think? I have no idea. All I, I saw was what happened was they were like Valve's got a new game and they they showed like a 1 second teaser, you know? At at DotaCon, I guess. I don't know. It's, the, it's international. It's a, like one of the biggest gaming tournaments in all of the world. But um, if they do create a card game and you can get stuff in Dota from playing the card game, then they have a, a million billion dollars that they're sitting on right there. Because so, people will pay a lot of money. You, you see, Jesse, you were making a big deal about how much people will pay for my jacket in PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, which yeah. I, I'm never going to fucking sell because I got it my first night playing. And I'm never selling it, Chris. I'm never selling it. <laughs> um, He's going to tell you every day, though, that you still need to sell that shit. Anyway. Um, can you, you make legitimate money off of it? You can okay, make like $4. I got a teaser story. Oh, you can it. make like $2. Okay. But, Derek, no, you might not Jesse, know let this. me finish my point. Let me finish my yeah, point Yeah, go ahead. Quick. Go ahead. Basically, go ahead. I was just going to say, you think people spend a lot of money for that shit. Well, people spend like nine upwards of $90 plus easy on Dota things all the time, and there's a million different things. There's, like, rare things that go for hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and oh, yeah. people buy them like crazy. I 100% believe it. People pay, like, hundreds of dollars for skins in CSGO. Like, I you remember, remember all the CSGO Was there gameplay? any of that in League of Legends? There was none of that in League of Legends. There was none of that. No hats there's to buy? There's no, no custom? There is stuff that you could purchase with physical money, but there was no like random loot drops that like this, there was no selling of these things. So it's not like, yeah. So you would be like, Oh yeah, this character has got a really cool skin. You'd just be like, okay, well I need to pay X amount of dollars to get that. But it's the same for everyone across the board. Well, it's not some like, sounds like like, it's not like you get a business model and, uh, maybe, (laughs) well, that's the thing. So PUBG recently, uh, over, it was last week. I think it was the, third the august third i believe it was yes um something like that and what happened was they did their big update it was and it was the day of our podcast last week we mentioned it we talked about it on the yeah. podcast a bit like what features they added but talk yeah so one of, sorry one of the major things that they added into this was they are testing their new crate system they have a new crate system that is very similar to csgo where you can get uh limited time invitational crates that you purchase with the in internal bp and then they can be sold, the or actually, they can, yeah, which is, yeah, the in-game currency. You can purchase a key, a physical key for $2, not physical, but you can purchase a key for $2.50 to open these invitational crates to unlock a random, like, higher-end loot item, something that you cannot get in the game yet. Um, so, like, they have, like, crack jackets and, like, school clothes, all sorts of weird shit, which none of it's for sale right now, but I'm sure when it goes on, it's going to be Interesting. crazy. Interestingly enough, a lot of that stuff is from uh, the movie Battle Royale. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they've got like a yellow track suit, which is funny because we were playing and we saw people wearing them. And Chris was like, what's up with all this Kill Bill shit that people are wearing all the time? now?" <laughs> so, yeah, they've got like a yellow track. It's Battle suit. Royale. It's actually from the movie Battle Royale, that which makes is sense. pretty yeah. awesome. It's like skirts. Um, so they've added more items to the standard chest. They've added a new type of standard chest so that you have a wanderer's crate and, uh, I don't even remember what the other crate is. Um, a survivor Survivors. crate. You have a survivor yeah. crate and a rewanderer crate. Rwander. But some of the items that are coming out of these crates that you can sell are going for 400 plus dollars. Yes. Like there's I totally like mini that. skirts. There are like shorty, short, hot pants. There are 
all sorts of wacky items. There's like a face mask, a ballistic mask, which you can find every game on the ground. Those are selling for like eighty dollars a piece. Yeah, but um, but the best the part time. about it. And yeah, these are these are strictly cosmetic. Strictly, they do nothing for your gameplay. Strictly cosmetic. Extremely no effect cosmetic. on the game whatsoever. No effect whatsoever. Well, well so well, anyway, hey, 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 Jesse, it yeah. does up your cool factor, which makes people You're less right. likely to shoot you. That's also it takes them a second <laughs> to look at you. Yeah, oh, like, cool. Oh, damn, is that guy wearing? Is that guy wearing a blue mini skirt? <laughs> which that is cool. The men there there are no gender specific items, so men can wear the blue mini skirts and the purple mini skirts. So that's nice, you know. Um, but the other thing that they added in that is new is you can actually sell the crates that you purchase. So when they added these crates, there was an amazing demand immediately for the crates that were purchasable. So the wanderer crates and the invitational crates were selling for like $4 and 50 cents a piece. And the survivor crates were selling for like two plus bucks. I think I've made like $20 in the past week, just purchasing these crates with in-game currency and then oh selling them on God. the market. Seriously? Yes, oh, seriously. Jesus. So it Wait, has, do you gone have, down. what are you using that money for? Uh, nothing. It's just sitting in my steam wallet. So, well, are you gonna like, buy? Are you thinking of a game to buy? Or no, I just I'm getting getting the money while the getting's good. Really, <laughs> steam, just getting steam rich. I'm gonna sit on it. Yeah, I mean, like there will be a game that I buy. I mean, there's tons of games that I buy. You know, so the funny thing is too now some of the crates, like even right now, I'm still looking like the Gamescom Invitational crates are currently going for two dollars and fifty eight cents a piece. The Survivor crates are going for two forty six. And they also now they just started. It looks like they just released the ability to sell the clothes out of the invitational crates. So some of those things that are in there are selling like right here's a school skirt, four hundred thirty dollars and ninety nine cents. Jesus Christ. Camp, holy shit. Camel hot pants, two hundred one dollars and twenty five cents. Welcome to camp hot pants. Yep. Tracksuit jackets. It's twenty bucks My for the for black Jackson. white one. That's what it feels like. But it's it's such a flood right now that actually even when going to Steam the Steam uh, community markets, the only things that are actually at the top of the community markets right now are all PUBG gear. Damn. Like normally it's like it's loaded with either Dota stuff or Counter Strike stuff, and uh, maybe you'll see a couple PUBG items on there. Um, but currently, every item that I can see on the top of the Steam market is all player unknown stuff. So that's rad. Well, shit. wow. Damn. It's like, but it does, it feels like gambling again. Cause part of me is like, man, I could open this crate. And I'm like, if I open this crate, I'm going to get something that sells for 13 cents. And I'm like, or I could just sell the crate for two bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, but there's this chance that if I buy it, like I could get an item that would sell for like $200, <laughs> which is true. I mean, there is a chance of that happening. <laughs> Dude, you got to always, always, always roll those dice, man. Always. Hey, every single time. Derek put that money down on one spin of blackjack that yep. or let that one time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And nailed it. Yeah. And yep. paid the only all time of our I, drink. Only time for I one gambled. Round. Basically just yep. drank for hung out with you guys and drank for free. It was that's how you that's how you go to the casino. That's how you do it. It is how you do it. Just throw you forty on black, black and then just reap the rewards and drink for use, free while your friends waste all their that, money. Uh, that quote from what was the name of the movie? Uh oh man, I can't think of it. I want to say Blade, but I know that's not it. It's Blade? the same. It's the actor from Blade. What is it? Blade's Wesley a real Snipes. Snipes. It's a Wesley Snipes movie where he's like an air marshal and he says always bet on black. Okay. I have no not idea. Ring, not ringing any bells. <laughs> Zero uh, bells. No, I got nothing. Wow. 
I'm, I'm looking <laughs> it up. I'm sorry. You don't need to apologize. I can't even type it in without an auto-filling. It's uh, from Passenger 57. Okay. I, I guess. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Yeah. When we get back, we'll find out what Tony's been up to these past, like, seven years. Uh, so we'll be right back after this. In my in my time away from the podcast, yes. I work a lot of events. You're on sabbatical. I'm on sabbatical. Yeah, they send me around and I work events and uh, been out and about a lot this year. And what uh, what's up? What kind of events? Uh, musical events and uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I've you know I play some video games in the meantime. I got my Switch, so I've been bringing that along with me on the. Oh, yes, 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 yes! Awesome. You already beat yeah. your Zelda. So, so I've been like I've been like the guy in the the, the Switch commercial where he's on the plane, <laughs> playing it, you know, by himself with headphones in. It's a wonderful <laughs> thing. And you lean over to the guy next to you, and you're like, "Get the fuck off of me! I'm trying to play my <laughs> video games." <laughs> you gotta pee. You gotta wait, sir. <laughs> But no, it's, it's awesome. So I have been very busy lately in the video game world with uh, Legend of Zelda. Yes. Uh, awesome. Such the Wild, which is incredible. I love it so much. Uh, and where, I've been taking my sweet ass time with it. Good. That's how you do. Um, <laughs> where are you right now? Have you guys beaten, beaten the final boss, completed the main quest? No. I have I not gone to Ganon's Castle yet. I've All been right. to Ganon's Castle and I poked around. But I stayed on the. I, I kind of like made my way to the lower through the lower floors and just collected shit and completed yeah, a few quests. Yeah, well, I went there. I went there once so I could find a photo op area. I still need to find that. It took me a while. I got it. It's scary. It's scary and it's deadly and uh, yeah, not much fun there. But <laughs> that game is awesome. Um, I've just been running around collecting shrines and exploring and doing a bunch of side quests. I've got. Did either uh, of you guys get the expansion? Yes, I did. Not yet. I'm gonna get it once I go further. I'm playing it right now. Not literally right now, but like my switch is in rest mode in the middle of a master trial. Um, and what level? What? What level? What do you mean? So the master trials are like level based. Like you, like you go through like floors. Yeah, of the master I'm on like floor six of the first one still. I got. I got to the final boss the first, like, set. There's three sets. Um, 
of uh, trials. And mm-hmm. you enter in, it's a lot like, Tony, have you done, um, uh, what is it called? Ever something Isle? Um, mm-hmm. The island where you start with nothing? In no. The, in the way it's a southeast. shrine that you go to, yeah. That's, it's a, it's it's a shrine cool. that when you go to the island, like it strips you of all your gear. Well, and oh, it's cool. like, all right. Take the master the... trials do the same thing, and uh, you're left with. Uh, you you have to like go in and just get things uh, while playing through these little levels, which are these big square rooms that have a random assortment of enemies in them, and you have to kill all the enemies uh, in order to proceed. And it's you start out with nothing, no food, no nothing, like just nothing, but your powers and your hearts and your stamina. Um, and then you have to make your way through and they get progressively harder and harder and harder. And I believe they all kind of have like a thing you can do with your powers or with like, if you have like fire arrows, it'll be easier. It's like, or electric arrows. It's like, there are certain ways that it's set up to work really well or be easier if you have a certain thing, but none of them are like particularly easy. Um, I mean, the final, boss of this first set is a Hinox and fighting it without armor and without like good weapons and uh, is, is, is rough. And I made a dumb mistake. I almost had him down. I made a dumb mistake and he swiped me and killed me. It's a black Hinox. Hmm. So it's like one hit. It takes like almost all your hearts with no, with no, uh, armor. Um, so yeah, and the only way to replenish your hearts is through eating the scraps of food you find while like scavenging through these levels. And there's three sets Which of isn't levels. Much. <laughs> yeah, and I think each one has twelve rooms, I believe. I think it's fifteen. Fifteen. Regardless, it takes. Oh, wow. It takes a while. It's a lot of content, and I still haven't made it through the first set. I'm, I'm feeling good about this one. I've been getting better at it. Uh, I've I've tried like five runs so far, and I've made it to the last, to the end, uh, twice now or once. And I got really close to the end another time, but I made a stupid mistake. And then the other, the other two times, or two or three times, uh, were just flukes. Like, I just fucked up. It's like, ah, oh, damn it. I just... Oh, oh darn it. I, like, blew myself up. I a, by a Talos. <laughs> I blew myself up by, like, a fucking... With a bomb, a bomb. barrels. And uh, it was stupid. It was dumb. You prematurely blew yourself. <laughs> it was dumb. It's like, you have no way of healing up. So, like, you get down to, like, two hearts, and it's just like, I'm. there's no way I can win this. I'm going to keep trying, but damn it. Um, what I've been doing a lot of is just climbing up into trees and then killing enemies with bombs secretly because um, you have infinite bombs. So and they do, oh, that's a good they idea. do very little damage to these really high-level enemies, but you're not you're not on a timer, so... Um, just slowly chip away. Yeah, it's a good way to reserve resources because it's just it's tough. It's it it's high stakes too because having to go back and replay it all, it's like ah fuck. But it was, I really want to. I've actually watched a friend play through the the first fifteen because it was um, a, a friend of ours who has the game, but he's he's probably put as much time as you dare or more into it. Like I know he played this game like nonstop. And I know he finished it just so that he could start picking up Persona 5, but he's gone back and played it and he got the expansion. But we went to his house and he was like, I'm just going to try these and see what it's like. And, and he started it and was like, oh, I can't save. He's like, I'm just going to keep going through. But he did that thing like like anybody does in any game where he insisted on using the shittiest gear he had and thoughts that by the end of it, like, like he's going to need this really good gear. He's going to need this sword that does 15 damage. 
and instead it just like kited everything around and finished it and then all of a sudden got spit back out and didn't use any of his gear like this is like like fought the Henox with like the wood spears that do two damage apiece or like the bows. <laughs> okay, Jesse, that's you, fine. You don't need to brag about what your your friend. It wasn't did. me who did it. I'm. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm I think, guilt, I did the same thing too. Um, when I. First, that's why I'm saying. Like, did you notice now if you switch, you're like, oh, maybe I should be using these swords that actually do damage. No, no, I have been. I have been. I. That's why I said there is kind of like in each level there is kind of a thing you can do, uh, that you could get in previous levels. Uh, like in hidden treasure chests that will make the next level or the level after that really easy. Um, and I've been the, f- the first time I like got through it all, I was just being really conservative, but now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just getting through these. Um, and uh, th- it's fun. It's really fun. It's just like, it's a different style of play. Really. It feels like at least, um, yeah. but you have to play a lot more tactically. Um, also, yeah. I-, I love the, uh, the hero moat tracker thing. Um, where you can track your steps from the last 200 hours throughout the map, and you get, like, a line uh, that goes through all of your steps. So for me, it's just, like, a spaghetti pile of just, like, everywhere it's 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 wonderful it's beautiful it's amazing too because it shows it's like oh shit i haven't been over this area and i know i'm still missing a shrine this oh looks yeah promising i'm a shrine yeah. hunter. i don't know how many shrines yeah. i've gotten I, I should look that up but i'm getting there i think i'm i think i'm getting close it I tells you I'm, on like every loading screen doesn't it i just haven't paid attention i don't know i think i'm getting close though i think i'm in like the 80s or 90s so um or now what that's pretty good I said, or now, 80s and 90s and now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Zelda's amazing. Tony, talk. You talk more about it. Sorry, I kind of hijacked your talk. Your talk. No, no, I, uh, I've, I've just been, you know, I haven't gotten super into like the main story yet. I've been kind of following it around casually. Um, That's the best. Have you done game. some of the Divine Beast stuff? Yeah, I've done three of them. I'm on. I have the oh, the one of the the Gerudo Desert still. That's the only okay. one I've done. That's, I was going to say, that was the second one I did. <laughs> it's so weird. I always feel like there's supposed to be some sort of, like, course you're supposed to take, but everybody does it differently. It's so crazy. I went to the Gerudo Desert right from the start, and I highly recommend everyone do that because it's really hard and fun. Yeah. I think that the... I did Zora first because that was just the first thing I encountered. I did I did Zora first, too. Huh. Um, cool. Um, but, yeah, I... God, I love it so much. I could just run around in that game for... Ever. Yeah, just talking about it makes me want to play more. Well, oh. shoot. Um, I've been playing a lot of games, quite a bit. Uh, I'm a little overloaded right now. Um, so what are you I, playing? So I continue to play Total War Warhammer. I completed that Chaos campaign on the long campaign version, so I, I killed everybody. That game is amazing. Uh, Brad and I started playing as uh, the new, uh, newly released, well, not new anymore, uh, the Br- Bretonia faction, which was released for free as f- uh, free DLC. Um, Brad and I played some of that on Friday, I believe. And uh, that was pretty sweet. Although we, we didn't get much done. It, it's really a really hard faction to start with. It has a really difficult start. So we had to play really conservatively. And I don't know, Brad was exhausted from work, which is where he's at right now. He's been working himself to death. Uh, the, the the poor sweet child. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, we didn't play for too long, but it was fun. Uh, also I have been playing Final Fantasy 12, which is ah. the game I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, but aside from that, uh, before I get into Final Fantasy 12, I want to say I have been playing, I've still been playing Splatoon 2, um, which 
is amazing. Tony, you should really get it. Uh, I've been thinking about it. I've said this the past two weeks in a row, but and I'll say it a third. If you have a Switch, Splatoon 2 should be... Uh, you owe it to yourself to get Splatoon 2. Um, it's worth the buy. It's so fun. I don't really... I know a few people who play it, but I don't. we don't like play it together like in chat or anything, but I mostly just play it by myself, and it's a competitive multiplayer shooter thing, and I'm still having fun playing it by myself, and that rarely happens with for... for uh, uh, competitive games for me um so uh, like normally I'll pl- i love competitive games mostly when all my friends are playing them as well but with this it's just yeah. like it's just plain fun and the rounds are so short it's it's great the so. funny thing is with this it seems like it's hard to actually play with your friends because the actual like chat system is kind of janky yeah i mean if we like, really wanted to I, I we have discord we could just hop on and that's on phones but, but the nintendo thing is just bullshit fuck that like nintendo is terrible it's a dumb it's a dumb mistake that they made is the is the gameplay okay online huh oh are you, are you, the gameplay is good online but like the chat's really bad it's the gameplay is perfect the chat is through an app on your phone that you have to have open to hear your other t- uh party players you can't lock your screen not, or like close like put the program yeah, in the background so weird Isn't that just fucking dumb I just I don't understand it. I I don't understand why they can't just implement chat into the game itself. Cause yeah, the chat's not in the game. But yeah, the online play is amazing. It's it's it, I I rarely ever have connection issues, and if I do, it's usually it was the fault of our weird internet we had for a while there. Um, but the the gameplay is is really good. The online is it plays really well. It's really fast. There's always players. Um, matches are super short, so it's just like constant. The co-op mode Salmon Run is really fun. Um, I highly recommend it that you get it, Tony, or at least check it out. Um, well, no, I, I need another uh, another Switch game for uh, sure. But uh, yeah, and then also I've been playing a little bit, but uh, well, a few nights worth of, of PUBGs this week. Um, mm-hmm. My free time making that money. Actually, I think I've been playing more PUBGs than I've been playing Final Fantasy or Splatoon. Um, <laughs> And then finally, I, uh, you know, just, I've, I've been feeling the MMO itch for a while, so, uh, and no one's really agreeing on what to play, so I decided to uh, jump into some Vanilla WoW, and so I'm playing Elysium. Um, I've is, got it pulled up on my computer right now, so I'll be uh, jumping on it tonight. Oh, awesome. It's, uh, it's basically Nostalrius 2, like, it's the next Nostalrius, it's, it uses the code, I, I believe it uses the code that Nostalrius, I might be wrong here. But after Nostalrius, um, if you guys remember, that was the free server that was, uh, like, shut down by Blizzard. But it was going for a while, and it got a lot of popularity because it's, like, exactly like how Vanilla WoW was. Um, when I say Vanilla WoW, I mean World of Warcraft from, like, circa 2004 to 2006. Um, before their expansions changed a lot of key functions in the game and before Cataclysm changed the whole world and all the quests and stuff. Um, so a lot of the gameplay systems are still like the classic gameplay styles. Like the world feels dangerous and scary and quests take time and there's no markers telling you where to go. You have to read the quest text to know what to do. Um, little things like that. But, um, and it's been so much fun, uh, just hump, jumping back in, humping back in. Um, and it's, scra- it's scratching in. that itch I've had for a while. <laughs> Ever since I, I unsubscribed to WoW, uh, f- four months ago or whatever, um, uh, we've been jumping around trying like ESO, trying Wildstar, talking about getting into other. I tried Final Fantasy. Um, 
uh, was it Final Fantasy fourteen? Um, yep. I tried uh, just so many games that just weren't clicking at all. Uh, and there's I just, so many of them though that I feel like you have to invest the X amount of time into before you start to see results. Like no. If you don't give enough, if you don't give a game enough time, then it's not gonna jump for you. Yeah, but like games should also be fun when you start playing them. Uh, and I have patience for games like WoW and stuff. And like like I've played so many MMOs at this point. Like I, I know what to expect at a certain point at higher level when a game gets up there. Yeah. Um, and did you I, play Diablo three? Yeah, I played Diablo three. Did you like it? Uh, I thought it was fine. I'm, I'm I'm not super into those kind of games. Okay. Unless I'm playing with friends. Exactly. Like that was one where I can't. Uh, I never played alone. I'll, I'll say that I would never. No, play no, no, no. Alone. But you played with friends. You have played with friends, and you did enjoy it, though, right? Yes. That's when the game's fun. Okay. Yeah. Rachel and I were uh, couch co-op in that game for a while. It's so fun. Really? Oh, do you have a two, Tony? Yeah, but playing Wait, by yourself is. Why, not why, why did the? Why, what's your point there? I actually just purchased Diablo three last week to play with uh, Logan and Chris, and I I bought the uh, the treasure the the treasure chest edition, and I know it's like a game that a lot of people really enjoy, and so far my experience with it hasn't been the greatest. Like it's I enjoy it because I'm playing with my friends, so yes, yep. that's good. But like my experience right now so far, it's like it's going so fast that like there's no point to anything. Are they high level? No, no, we we all started at the same exact time. We all started brand new characters. What difficulty are you playing on? Playing on uh, like three up from the like I don't even know what are the uh, difficulty levels. I'm let me see. I don't remember. No, that um, game, that game is it, that game does move just super fast, and you're always replacing equipment like constantly. That, that's the thing. And, I'm like uh, I you don't even there's yeah. no point in even like stopping for a second to to look at what equipment you have because yeah. The second you get equipment, it's already going to be replaced. Yeah, it just feels like a. I I like uh, there's a game like that. I forgot what the the, the style of game is called, um, but there's a game like that called like, Champions of Norath that I played a lot on PS2 with like Ian mm-hmm. and and uh, a lot of other friends. Uh, and I like those kind of games in principle, but Diablo just gets it's just like there's just colors splashing on the screen and like enemies are dying. You're just watching their health bars go down and it's just chaos. And you're popping potions and it's not really like hot. It's not like, it's not fun to me. It's a lot yeah. of button mashing and knowing when you need to throw health on yourself. Yeah. Uh, uh I, what I'm class sure are, we are you playing, playing on, as Jesse? I don't I think we were playing master, but that, that doesn't Jesse, what class okay, are you the, playing? The, I currently am playing Barbarian, but the funny thing is, this is like blowing my mind right now because there are like, uh, I don't even know their difficulties. Yeah. There, yeah. There's like 18 difficulties yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I think there's, and then there's like, there's, no, there's 17, there's 17 difficulties for this game. That's yeah, so fucking insane. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. Yeah. It goes normal, hard expert master and then torment one through 13. So fucking <laughs> crazy. Um, um, but I'm playing as a barbarian. I enjoy the game so far for what I've played. Uh, the game either seems like you either die in an instant or nothing hurts you. Yep. That, my that's, that's my biggest. Yeah. You, you nailed it on the head. That's my biggest yep. thing I hate about that game is like, yep. oh, that thing. OK, uh, here's a boss up oh, two hits. I'm dead. Uh, yep. OK, well, that sucks. Um, and then it's like every other enemy, every other. Yeah. Every other peon is just like uh, they're nothing. You annihilate everything but yep. bosses. 
and he was yep. like or like those like named creatures and yep. i hate that so much i think it's yeah, just so, so i think it's just boring mm-hmm. so it's i was just i was using that as a point of reference for like th- that's a game where i know a lot of people like it but it seems like so and i know it's a it's a game where specifically the higher higher tier stuff like as you get to the higher levels and it starts to slow down in between when you level up and your gear starts to matter more and your skills matter more. Like I know it's a game that'll be more fun towards the end than towards the beginning. Yes. I understand that too. It's just, I see the grind ahead and I know I could get similar experiences from other games and I prefer. We got to go back to black desert online. That's what we need. I mean, if you want to play black desert online, I'd play black desert online. I, I was, hoping someone else would play that game i mean it's just a buy and play and it's a lot of fun i would totally play that one that. yeah the, there are not many it is sort of MMOs mindless i'd say black desert is a little mindless but it's fun um and it's got some weird interesting systems it's it's open world it's an open world mmo which is just weird um in that like you could just go anywhere and just start killing shit and like i don't know it's it's weird it has a weird learning curve too it's kind of hard to get used to um, I talked about it like a year ago. I still, I still think I have it installed. Uh, and graphically, it's amazing. Jesse, if you want to get into Black Desert Online, this is what I'm saying. If you're <laughs> interested in Black Desert Online, um, I'd be down to uh, be down to clown. Way. I'd be down to clown. Um, I will say, I think my um, next big venture here is going to be. I've slowed down on PUBG a little bit, but I am getting into to Diablo three to fill that void. So I'm gonna, Diablo three is I'm gonna a see short game though. Like. Once yeah, yeah. Done, well, we then, you're, the then you're just running well. riffs over and over. Yeah, we've got. Well, we bought the expansion as well, so like, there's, you know, however more, long yeah. Diablo's gonna be. I mean, we've. I think max level is seventy, and we've played for like a couple hours maybe, and I think we're like level twenty three right now. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, you're right. It's something where it's definitely not gonna last forever, but you know. I didn't know you were playing that. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, I mean, that kind of covers it for today. I'll talk about Final Fantasy XII some other time uh, soon, probably next week. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Tony. It's good to have you back. It's been a pleasure being here. Yeah, I hope, you, uh, too. hope you come around uh, more often uh, or whenever you can. Um, what, do you guys, what are you guys thinking you're going to be playing this next, this next week? Uh, Tony, you go ahead since I was just talking about you. So I'm going to throw a curveball here uh, and go back to the board game. Oh, shit, nice. Uh, I've got this game uh, called Exit that is supposed to be super cool. We uh, we started to play one at work the other day, uh, but essentially it's uh, an escape room in a box. Oh, cool. And huh. uh, it's, it's themed, the one that I have is themed like uh, you're trapped in an Egyptian tomb and you walk in and the door slams behind you and all you have is a journal and this little dial and that's all it gives you. And you have, you have to go through the journal and figure out puzzles and you have to figure out all the puzzles within a certain amount of time to escape the room. Can you, okay. One thing about escape rooms though, is that once you kind of figure out the room, uh, isn't it not as fun to do it again? Like it's done. Yeah. So, so is it, it's this little box. It's like 15 bucks, but it's meant to be played once because yeah, okay. once you figure it out, you know it all, but you also have to like rip stuff up and cut things out and oh, that's do all cool. sorts of stuff to so figure out like, stuff. Yeah, you're like getting getting into it. That 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 yeah. sounds really that sounds really neat. Damn. And it just won uh one of the one of the titles for like the the game of the year awards. What is that one really weird named one? Sorry, it's, it's the Swiel de Jahar. Swiel de Jahar. Yeah, 
It's uh, Jafar. Best game of the year. It sounds like Jafar's older brother. And there's this Jahar. other one that's some other crazy German name that's like essentially like the gamer ass gamer games. <laughs> and this one won that one. Whoa. So the people are like really into Wait, games. Which one's bigger? The Swill de Jahar or the game of the, the, the game, game of, The games? game of the year is the one that's huge. That's the one that goes on like that like Catan one. Oh, so it's shit. Like those ones that will sell forever. Fuck. And this other one is kind of. A niche one where people who are really Where? into like hardcore gaming, it's like it's like like cool them. One, yeah, they're like a little less accessible to a lot of people. But this one's really accessible because it's just yeah, like a open and play. And oh, that's uh, rad. Damn. Uh, yes, that sounds interesting. That's what I'll be doing. Awesome, uh, Jesse. What about you? Um, definitely some more PUBG and definitely some more Diablo three. Um, I think we're gonna have another Nisi over this weekend, so. Not sure uh, what will be getting done, but I'm sure there'll be video games to be had. Right uh, maybe more snipper clips. I feel like snipper clips might be a good one for that. So awesome! You know, but definitely more games. Yeah. Always more games. I'll Never be playing, stop. I'll what be about playing, you? Uh, I'll be playing PUBG with you. Hopefully, maybe even. The, I'll like, be on after minutes. this episode. Yeah, maybe in like a yeah. t- twenty minutes. I'll be playing <laughs> uh, World of Warcraft uh, Elysium, uh, the uh, vanilla server. Which maybe I'll just keep playing that. Um, I'll be playing some Zelda probably in my some spare moments when I'm on the go, probably at work. Um, I'll be playing some Splatoon too, hopefully as well. Uh, and uh, Final Fantasy, if I ever, if I get some time to sit down and play a game, Final Fantasy will probably be the one I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do. Like if I get like a nice long stretch of time to play video games, which I'm hoping to have this weekend. I want to devote a lot more time into Final Fantasy and then talk about it even more next week on episode oh, one. Of games on earth 90 that's episodes. a lot of episodes holy shit guys we're approaching the 100th episode in 10 weeks we're gonna have our 100th episode what do we do do i end the, the podcast hundred, is the that hundredth it? and four it's episode done. will be is very exciting for me yeah which is the call of the day at that point the hundredth and four one i feel like could be even more exciting because that's like that's two full years wow yeah you're right whoa you're right holy shit you know, yeah, the hundredth episode our is hundredth cool, episode, but i'm just gonna say our hundredth is gonna be like our two-year anniversary basically i mean it doesn't basically it's a hundred episodes. It's a huge cheating milestone. on our two year anniversary. How many podcasts get to even 50? Episodes? Well, let's celebrate them both. Let's celebrate the hundred hundredth episode and the hundred and fourth episode. All right, folks, you heard it here first. This is the build up to the hundredth episode of games on earth. We're going to do something. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's something we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to give away an Xbox 360, a bong box. I'm not giving up. I'm not that. giving away my, my bong box. Okay. Damn it. Jesse. I want to win that. I'm thinking something like a live role play session or like something, I don't know, something fun. Oh, <laughs> here's an idea. Okay, Tony's got an idea. Uh, I've got that new game. Yeah, Tales from the Tales Loop. Tales the Loop that I'm very, very excited for. Oof. Um, and I am basically ready at any point to start it. I'm ready to go, damn it. So we can uh, get that going and figure out a way to turn it into an episode that'd be really cool but not necessarily like needed because i want to just play that just to play it also yeah so too. Like, too. <laughs> i'm down it's um freaking very yeah all right cool we'll figure out something we'll do some brainstorming figure out what we're doing for our 100th episode and whether or not that's gonna be the end of the world um because 100 is such a nice nice i'm not actually gonna end the podcast i'm just saying um, two years is kind of wild. Like, man. Two years is wild, man. Metal Gear Solid 
Phantom Pain was coming out. Like Fallout Four was just like not even out yet when we had our first episode. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Insane to think about. But then also like it's also insane to think that that was two years ago. Fuck. I, don't I know. feel like I've known Fallout Four my whole life. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Kyle Lancer for the intro outro music. We'll be back next week with more games, more fun. Jesse Brown, take us out of here by describing the storyline to. Tell me. I'm ready. Or do I just start from right there? The bucket game you were talking about. What's the bucket game. Okay, it's called Mr. Bucket. Mis- tell me the tell me the gritty backstory of Mr. Bucket. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Bucket was this actually started uh, a long, 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 long time ago. Um, but what happened was there was an old butcher shop, and what happened was he would do his trimmings and he would cut God. his meats and clean his meats. And what he would do is he would dispose of the leftovers into a bucket. And eventually, (laughs) after many, many years of service, this bucket started to almost take on a life of his own until one day the butchered meat from all of the butchered the the butchered carcasses, like the 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 souls of all the carcasses embedded themselves in the bucket. Yeah. So so eventually he took on a life of his own after uh, absorbing enough souls in the bucket. Um, And then he actually, you know, one day they got a puncture in him kind of left like a little hole right in the bottom center of them there and he started to uh to spray out the meats and eventually he one day when the butcher was there cleaning he sprayed some of the the meat residue on the floor underneath and the butcher slipped and bashed his head and he was he was out he was gone so the bucket was free and the bucket did the bucket absorb his his soul too not his soul nope 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 this is uh this is a animal only soul collector um so and he had eventually taken on the dream of becoming a childhood game where he could actually play with children. He didn't he didn't want to deal with animal guts anymore. When the children go what? out and grab his balls, are those soul? <laughs> he spits orbs? his balls. He spits his balls. He's he- trying to. He's trying to get rid of his animal souls because he wants to become an inanimate object again. So oh, he's wow. basically the... Oh, so the kids are tormenting him? Yeah, the yeah. kids are tormenting Mr. Bucket. The, the kids continually <laughs> stuff him back full of souls. And the only the Mr. Bucket's end game is to get all the souls out of him and become a mindless bucket again. And all the to, kids are like, no, no, Mr. Bucket, anymore. no! He, he Don't go, Mr. Bucket! Oh. He does. He wants the, the shrill silence of, of cold soullessness. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's that's his end game. He can't do it anymore. Wow. So, that turned out way better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> way, better than I, way better than I thought it was going to. 